Hello and welcome to episode 180 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by Kevin, the Index Moneyball YouTube star. Um, how are you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing well. I'm not sure I'm quite a YouTube star, but thanks for the intro. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of spitballed there. I didn't really know what to say, so we went for the YouTube, YouTube star, but I think we'll, we'll move on straight away. And uh, I'll probably never call you that again, so apologies. Uh, anyway, how have you found the dividend um, announcement news, the big, well, the big announcement, really, the market update from Adam Cole? Uh, I, th- I thought it was great again. Like, I do think Football and Next gets so much grief on Twitter, but I th- in general, I think this, they manage things really, really well. Um, you were right. Last week, we were talking about the dividend table being increased, and it's not that I thought it wasn't going to happen. I just thought it wasn't necessary. If, if it didn't happen, it was probably still going to be fine, but... Um, I think the rest of the market agreed with you, definitely. Um, the other interesting thing about the announcement was looking at the survey results. I think everyone went against what I voted almost. <laughs> and uh, I do think a lot of that was probably down to the fact that the majority of the market obviously owns the top end of the market. So they have an interest in the matrix saying the same. For me, I'd like the matrix to just represent football as closely as possible. But um, I don't really mind it staying as it is. I think... In general, it's it's pretty accurate. Messi does well, Neymar does well, and you know they're the best players. So, yeah. Why? What did you vote differently then? Well, I I voted that they should. I thought the I would rather see PB change than media change. Um, there was a few things I don't I don't have it up in front of me. Actually, I can get it one second. So yeah, I voted for the match day scoring to be changed over media, which seventy five percent of people voted media. And then for in-play dividends, I put the, they were a crucial element of football index because I trade the lower end of the market, so they make a big difference to me. Um, and most people just put a nice to have. Yeah, I put crucial, and I actually went on to write a load of stuff about why I thought they were so important in keeping the lower end sort of alive. And yeah, I guess I have a little bit of a agenda there maybe because I do trade in quite a lot of the lower price players and I highlight players for football index club in the lower end. But at the same time, I don't think it's just that. It's more that I think they're actually really good to keep people just engaged in that area of the market. And a lot of people do start off trading in that area and then go into the higher price players and maybe put more money in the platform as well. That's what I did anyway. I mean, I started off with the really low price players and then I sort of built my way up and sort of gone into some of the high priced as well. Um, so, yeah, I completely agree with the in-play dividends. But they have said that they will be staying for next season, which is great news. Yeah, I was happy to hear that. But the the fact that he said for next season, I was like, well, what does that mean? Are they going to get rid of it next year, like the year after? I hope not. Because I do think it's important because otherwise the lower end players are completely worthless unless they're going to, you know, turn into top end players one day. But not everyone can be in the top 200. Um, yeah. But the yeah. other one I voted against was, um, are you in favour of adding offers to our matching engine? So I quite like the stability in the buy price that comes from, not having offers, like having been on footstock a little bit and seeing how crazy the movements in prices are on there. Um, I, I kind of wanted to avoid that kind of volatility because I thought it would scare new traders away and m- yeah, might even scare some existing traders away, but everyone else voted yes. So that's definitely going to be coming coming down the line. I didn't think it was actually not going to come on anyway, but yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that, I was in the minority there. Only 4% voted no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, you're... Your trader answers were 
very very different to a lot of uh, other traders you're a little bit of a maverick there with uh, especially the media over match day dividends um sorry the pb media over pb i think most people would definitely change the media but yeah i mean i think the uh, announcement's great news we just needed it for the sort of stability and certainty in the market i think a lot of people were unsure about what was going to go ahead and then adam cole as well saying that he wants to try and get the market up to a billion pounds market cap over the next two years was it and um, yeah that's uh, very ambitious but you do love to hear it i mean it's great ambition and maybe we will get there i think the dividends will have to increase a huge amount over the next few seasons to actually get it up there but how, how do you think the uh, market will grow over the next two seasons do you think it could actually get up to a billion pounds i think it can if he adds the right territories I think if they add America um, and if they start pushing it hard in America, then they would have a good chance. And I think obviously if you it, it, if you have Spain, Italy, France and um, Germany, then obviously all the PB League countries, if they had access to it, that would help a lot. And something I'm a big, fa- a big fan for, but no one else seems to be interested in, is I would love to see a second division of PB for like the Eredivisie, uh, Liga Nos, maybe... Scottish uh, Premier League, you know, mm. five smaller leagues with lower prizes, but that would give more value to those kind of players. And then you've got like another way of trading the bottom end of the market because you could also plan for players who are doing well in those leagues, but also could move up to the bigger leagues. And yeah, I just think it would make it a lot more dynamic. Yeah, if there was like lower dividends for those lower leagues, like the championship as well. And then when you get promoted, your players suddenly become a lot more valuable. Well, of course, yeah. with the higher dividends. Yeah. I have to say, I think... Sorry, what were you going to say there? I was going to say one of the problems with that, I think, is that Opta doesn't track some of those leagues. I think the Scottish Championship, I've never been able to find any information on there. Mm. Uh, championship they track though and Liga Nos and Eredivisie but you could you could definitely find five leagues and it would also give you a lot of PB information on the players who are in those leagues ready for if they're going to move to a bigger league yeah I can't see that ever happening um, I just don't think it will because it'll probably overcomplicate things maybe further down the line I guess like three or four years time um, but I'd actually definitely be in favour of that I think the reason why I don't think that would ever happen though is because I find some of the maybe bigger investors who kind of I, I don't know i'm not sure everyone would want to have to spend so much time researching players but that would like really suit me um i guess like the big the bigger investors obviously they're going to be spending a lot of time because they have more money to put in the platform but i think if it was open to more more countries you'd probably have so much competition to find those players and I think it would become more about what your football knowledge is worth, which is what I've been sort of talking about lately and how I think that's like really important because I don't know about you, but I feel like over the last few months, it's become less about what is your football knowledge worth and it's more about other things, maybe finding media players um, or players that just suit the PB matrix, but maybe aren't actually that good in real life, like players who are just crossing all the time. And so, yeah, I just wish it was more focused on what's your football knowledge worth. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. That's that's kind of why I, I think it would be good to have a second tier. Like For me, I, I obviously love the platform and I've done well for it financially, but I'm a huge like football manager fan and you know I, I really would like it to ref, reflect how good players are at football. And like you say, one of the real frustrations for me is young players that I've found like Giovanni Reina, I found him you know, 
way back when no one was ever talking about him, but I had no chance of buying him because he's not on the platform yet. And now everyone knows who he is. Same with Jonathan David. Like, I was looking mm-hmm. at research, you know, back in August probably last year and spotted him. And you, you kind of lose your chance to profit from your, your research if, you, if the players are not on the, on the market. Yeah, definitely. I think I don't think they'll um, sort of open up more leagues in the future. But I guess what they could do is just have an absolute mass IPO. Maybe they increase the dividends like a hundred percent. I know that's a little bit optimistic, but I think it's possible. So say they increase the dividends a hundred percent, and then very shortly after, or maybe even just before, if they can get the Nasdaq technology introduced. In fact, I think they said that was that was going to be a few months later. So I don't think that's actually practical, but if they could just like mass IPL all the players and like young kids who are like playing at Premier Leagues, like under 23s as well, because I love watching like under 23 games or like under 18s. I was doing that quite a bit last season and it was so fun to go and watch those games and sort of actually try and sort of scout players in a way. Like I remember watching um, Man City's under 18s, I think, last season. I saw like Eric Garcia when he was like 30 or 40p, and I really rated him at centre back. And like Curtis Jones in the UEFA Youth League, that would be something that they could actually do, which is probably more realistic, I suppose. And at least that would help out some traders who are maybe looking into those plays more. Um, but yeah, we just need more players on here, really, in many ways. Yeah, and I think. one of the things that I'm expecting is once they've done the dividend increases, financially, it makes a lot of sense for them to wait and try and get the market to the highest point possible before the IPO people, because then they can issue the players at a higher price, which means there's a a smaller number of shares for, for say a player wins a a dividend at five pound Messi When he wins, there's a huge amount of people have shares in Messi. but if you IPO a young player at three pound and then they get to five pound, then you're going to have like a lot less people own shares in them when they have to pay the dividends so it does make business sense to wait and i think after the increases that should pump the market up which gives them higher comparative values to ipo people so i'd expect in summer that that's when they'll start putting a lot of players on yeah that's a really good point i hadn't actually thought about that so much but yeah from a business perspective that certainly makes sense in terms of paying out less dividends really um and another thing that i think you can maybe argue is that with the higher IPO prices that we've actually seen over the last maybe six months or so, there's not been that many plays coming on, but those players that have come on have come on at really high prices. Like, who was it the other week? There was like a Hoffenheim forward came on at like £1.50 or something and he scored like five goals. It was something like that. And just a pretty worthless player and he came on really at a high price. And I think that does suggest that, that the dividends will increase a huge amount because Otherwise, how can they justify IPOing that player at such a high price? And I don't know, that's me maybe speculating, but I do think the higher IPO prices do suggest football indexes like plans to increase the dividends. Otherwise, they can't really justify having the players' prices come on at such a high price. Yeah, and I think over time, I think that football index are going to become more financially viable when players like Messi, Ronaldo and Neymar retire because... At the minute, if you, if you actually work out how many shares there are of Neymar, Messi and Ronaldo because of the fact they've been on the game for so long, they, it's going to be a massive payout when they win versus someone who got IPO'd at two, three pound. So mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's kind of holds them back a bit, increasing the dividends too much because the players who win the dividends the most came on at like 15, 20p. So yeah. there's a huge amount of people they have to pay out. 
Yeah, it's, it's horrible when you go on index, index edge and you have a look at like IPO price and you see these plays are like 15p and it's just like, why was I not buying loads of him then? I actually remember Lionel Messi being at 70p and I had some and I sold him at I think 80p and I was like really pleased with that profit on him, which looking back now is just absolutely disgusting. Have you got any other sort of thoughts on this announcement? We've had the dividend table, match day matrix change, media monitor, market liquidity. And so the sell option will um, become introduced in, I think, August time, around then. Any, any thoughts on that and what you expect over the next two months, maybe, within the market? Uh, I think the media monitor is a good thing. I, I wasn't against the media changing. It's just that I thought that the PB was more unrealistic. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think um, that's going to be good for, for the pro platform, definitely, over time. And also for when they open it up to other countries, it's going to make it more fun for them because if they're reading about a player every day in the paper and he's not winning media, then it's going to annoy people. Um, and I like, I guess I'm not, I'm not totally against the sell uh, orders, but I'm just worried about the volatility it might in, induce. Um, but I think in, in general, it probably had to come eventually because some of the spreads are getting pretty big and that's based on the fact that the buy price never really drops unless people are all listing. Yeah. Yeah, I think short term it could maybe knock a few portfolios here and there. I don't know, but longer term it's going to be so essential. And I think, yeah, I'm just really excited, to be honest, for the dividend increase and then the fully fledged order books being implemented. Because what I hope is that the market does become really liquid and it does become quite volatile because I personally think I'll do quite well out of that and Football Index Club members hopefully will as well um, but like patience is going to become so key and I think there's going to be a lot of people maybe losing out as well and making poorer trades and we might actually start to see traders actually lose money because that seems to be something that no one ever ever does no, no one ever seems to lose money on football index really um, at least not over a longer period of time so it's going to be interesting. I'd say one thing which I have been thinking about lately, though, is that because there's been so many traders actually leave Football Index during this recent dip, either during the COVID dip, because there was a lot leave there, um, and you don't really hear about it so much because obviously people aren't going to come on Twitter as much and say, yeah, I'm leaving Football Index because most people are just going to sort of complain and say, why are you leaving? It's going to increase four times as much over the next few years or whatever, and in a way, they're probably right. But we've also seen a load of people leave during the sort of implementation of the matching engine. And I know this because there's been some Football Index Club members who have said, that no, they're leaving Football Index. I've seen on Twitter, on Facebook, and so on. And I think it's going to make it even more difficult longer term for traders to be profitable in a way. Um, because some of the worst traders who become impatient are leaving now. And so... That sort of raising the level of standard of trading, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it was never going to be a cash machine forever, I guess. So, mm. and I don't think like I'm confident that the way I trade is going to be profitable even once that situation arises. Uh, but it's it's obviously nice when the market goes up overall and everyone wins. And I think that there's still room for that to happen with the dividend increases and with the opening of new areas of like new territories. But yeah, yeah. I think that the people who have left may even come back in summer. I feel like summer's a good time to attract people when the transfer window's open. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
And I guess, as you say, dividends increasing and the aim to get it to a billion pounds. I suppose anyone on Football Index now could still win if they bought the right players. Uh, to be honest, I've been thinking as well, and I said this to you before we started recording, that a lot of the players are going to return their price in dividends, not throughout their career, but actually over the next two or three seasons as well. Um, have, have, have you found that you think many players will, will do the same? Yes, a lot of the younger players that I look at, it's just about how fast they break into the team. Um, mm. You know, if you if you look at Sancho, if you'd have bought Sancho two years ago, then the price you would have paid, he would now have returned in dividends, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think he would have done definitely a few seasons ago, with the media dividends in particular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's going to increase again. So if you'd have bought, like, because you, if you owned him for three years, Next year, with the dividend that's increase that's coming up, then by the end of it, you probably could have made double your money in dividends. I think Pogba have actually nearly returned my buy price in dividends. Yeah. yeah and I've only had about a year and a half. So. Mm. Yeah, that's class. Um, right, before we leave the episode then, anything else you'd like to say? No, I don't think so. Um, hopefully... We can have another chat next week once we know what the actual values of the dividends are and we can see what, what that change is going to do. Is it next week or is it the week after? I think it's the week after, actually. Um, I think it's 9th of July, actually. So it's not for a little a little while. I reckon we've got a few more weeks of players rising. So what's that? Just, just under two weeks away. Yeah. But we'll, we'll be covering that on the weekend after the dividend announcement, hopefully, if, if you're around. Yeah, there might, there might be a lot of movement in the next week, even just uh, with people trying to prep, because it takes a while to get your money ready. To I know I've seen a lot of big deposits going on Twitter, mm. but not everyone can just find that money straight away. But if you've got two weeks to prepare, there could be a lot of action in the next week. Yeah, I agree. I think the top end are probably going to rise the most. I mean, we've already seen it with Neymar, Haaland, Mbappe, Trent, all rising over 10p today. Sancho's up a little bit as well. Um, I think we'll probably continue to see that over the next few weeks up until the dividend announcement. And then, depending on how much the increase by, well, well that, that, that's really going to impact how much those top-end players rise or fall. I imagine they're going to rise even further if it is a really big dividend announcement, uh, a big dividend increase, which I expect it will be. Do you think IPDs are going to increase? In play dividends, um, I don't know. I'd love them to. I think they should. I think they should like double, du- double the in play dividends. That, that's what I'd like to see. And I think it's very doable. Um, I can't see any reason why not. But I- I'm not sure. I, it just doesn't really seem to be Adam Cole's priority. From sort of listening to him, he doesn't seem as interested. And I guess a lot of people in that survey didn't say they were crucial either. So it's a difficult one. What do you reckon? I think they're probably going to stay the same. Um, mm. I would, I'd like them to eventually be in a position where it's more like what you see on fantasy football, where you get different points for different actions in different positions. If you know what I mean, I know yeah. they already do um, two points for a goal for a defender or two p. Sorry, but if if the prices of the players were a lot higher, then you'd have more scope to make those kind of adjustments. Mm. I think. I really like your idea that you said last week on the sort of bronze and sink, bronze and silver match days, um, having the payouts for those games increase quite a bit because I think with the sort of fixture trading that could maybe come back because that's something that they're probably going to lose out on due to the matching engine. Probably less likely to see fixture trading unless the bronze and silver match days 
were really increased. I think that would definitely be something that would be a bit interesting and it would sort of off, offer a little bit more of a dynamic to the game with like checking fixtures and so you can kind of plan for that and trade around those as well. Yeah, anything that increases the reward for people that put more time in, I think is good. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, anyway, we'll wrap it up here. Thanks for coming on, as always. I do appreciate it and I hope you've enjoyed speaking to me as usual um, and we'll probably go again next week so it's going to be a big few weeks on football index i hope everyone's enjoyed listening to the episode thank you as always for listening and i hope you have a really good rest of your week <laughs>